What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Yala bot. Yes. Um, I I I don't sound echoey or anything, right? Because because I'm still getting my my new place filled up with stuff, so it's pretty empty now. No, it, I mean it sounds fine. Huh? It sounds fine. It sounds like a brand sounds new fine, huh? brand new home. Yeah, man. I just got my kitchen countertop polished this morning. How fucking baller I am, am I, man? Yeah, that's it feels good, right? It's like that's yeah, when you know that you're, you're old, right? Yeah. When this yeah, kind of that's stuff why I polish you. my kitchen countertop and it looks I can see my face in it, man. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, Next thing you'll so be volunteering dope. to do dishes. Huh. <laughs> uh you sharing your, your progression of life with me, is it? Correct, correct, correct. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's the first thing that's the first thing you lose when you move out of home. Uh I think what? Uh, having uh mum or someone do dishes for you lah. Yeah, hey, you never do your dishes at home, ah, hey, Please lah, please. Don't come and pretend hey, please, here. <laughs> please. Hey, I did my dishes. I cut my fucking please, vegetables please. in the morning. It's okay. It's okay. Please, please. The audience. <laughs> please. Everyone here knows what the pet, what the what the ritual was every morning. Mom, where's my vegetables? <laughs> everyone knows. What do you mean? What, what do you mean? Everyone knows? Huh? That's nonsense. That's fake news that you're spreading yeah. and false false facts you're just propagating. Hey, nonsense. Speaking of which, uh, yeah, we're supposed to always talk about what we what kind of what we're doing on this oh, podcast. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Yala Bud, where we cover the weekly news with a dose of humor. Yes, yes. exactly. Um, hopefully, if you listen, you listen past that if you're new to the podcast and you just heard what Terrence said. Yes, yes. Because that is most definitely true. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we got it's a, funny that I thought of, I remembered to mention that plug, I mean, not the plug, that mm. the intro. Uh, it's only when you mentioned fake news then I thought of it. Yeah. Really, yeah. Just in case people think because that was fake news or something. Right? Oh hell no, man. Yeah. Hell no. And our topics, our topic today is also uh, around Fun. that, all right? Yeah, and it's deep, man. It is a deep, deep topic. Mm-hmm. But before we get, so have we exhausted our one weekly plug? No, because that was supposed to be the intro. We still have room for one plug, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. That's right. And and the plug is that if this podcast or this episode has ever given you some joy or made you think about something differently or just evoked some sort of emotion it would be great if you could share it with at least one person mm. i know one of our redditors uh shared it on the podcast subreddit on singapore um and in a minute i will pull up his name but yeah that was fucking dope um so however you want to share it that would be most appreciated mm. Mm. cool 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 okay so jumping straight into the first topic because it's a it's a big topic. Uh. It's oh, a, everybody, sorry, yeah. just, just, just watch out. It was Amazing Chemistry 414. Mm. Thank you for doing a shout out to us on the on the uh, podcast uh, Reddit. Yep, yep. Subreddit. Yep. Cool. All right. Sorry, Terrence. Please carry on. So our first topic of the day is a heavy one. So brace yourself. Mm. Uh, but it's a mm. pretty deep discussion. Uh, I hope I hope that mm. we can go a bit deeper than what we read in the headlines, uh, right? Mm. Mm. What is it about? Wow, nicely just set the context for <laughs> you being deep and you throw it over to me. Because, eh? because I, so, this one is trickier. Even the pronunciation is trickier. So, so let's, yala, let's see it, you do it. <laughs> so it is about the whole Xinjiang controversy. Did, did I say it correctly? Yes, Xinjiang? Correct. Yep, yep. Xing, Xing or Xing? Xin, Xin. Xinjiang. Yeah. Like Sinmin Daily. Yes, Xinjiang. Correct, correct. Okay. So... Um, I mean, what what caught our attention was that there's a, there was a bunch of Chinese celebrities who 
um, announced their boycotting of Nike and Adidas to stand with Xinjiang Cotton. Mm. So when we decided to talk about this, uh, we know for a fact that we are not uh, experts on China. Mm. We are not political experts, but. For for me personally, it was just useful trying to understand what the hell is going on mm. because the whole topic of Xinjiang and the Uyghurs, uh, Uyghurs, Uyghur, yeah, Uyghur, Uyghur Muslims are so complicated that it, there's no way we're going to dive deep into what the issue is there. Like. it mm. was just for me to understand the chronology of what happened. Okay, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. To be honest, I mean, I I've heard a lot of these words before. Never really done. Mm. Uh, I never really uh, been woke enough to go deep into it, but uh, for the purposes of this podcast, I've learned is that Xinjiang is the biggest region uh, of China in the north mm. northwest. So the northwest mm-hmm. equivalent, say for for the US, would be like you know like California or something like right. Oh, I thought or you were gonna say Yishun. Oh, hey. <laughs> no, for us northwest <laughs> is not it's not Yishun, right? It's it's. So the northwest of China and you know that borders uh that's on the border I mean that the region borders a lot of other parts of uh Central Asia. Um mm. so the I mean the population of uh Uyghurs, the, the ethnic population of the Muslim Uyghurs, uh I think was was um I, actually, I don't really know the full population, but I know the population of Uyghurs about uh, the population in Xinjiang was about uh, like like uh, five million, four to five million, like forty years ago, mm. and then uh, in recent years it's become eleven million, uh, and uh, a lot of it, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of people saying that there's been a flood of, uh, you know, Han Chinese, which mm. is when they say Han Chinese, I think it's referring to what you would typically. Uh, think a Chinese person looks like, like right you know mm. the like like how a Chinese Singaporean also kind of looks Han Chinese uh, there's been a flood of uh, immigrants from from the rest of uh, China into into Xinjiang and uh, and Xinjiang actually is its own supposedly own uh, autonomous region uh, a bit like a bit like uh, Hong Kong is right to China mm. but mm-hmm. ultimately they are still under under the control of China mm. and uh, there's been I mean over the years there have been a lot of allegations that the Chinese government is trying to uh, almost like uh, eradicate, uh, eradicate the Muslim population of Uyghurs, ethnic Uyghurs there, mm. um, through the and, and through the camps, right? Yeah, through so so there's allegations of concentration camps where they are they are raped, beaten, tortured, and and even like re so called re educated to become Chinese and and also made to you know. Uh, uh, supposedly, allegedly, la, mm. uh, change their religion as well, um, and so so a lot of allegations of a lot of terrible things going on, including forced labor, mm. and that forced labor, and because it just so happens that twenty percent of the world's cotton comes from Xinjiang, because it's a desert region, so I think it's very conducive for cotton mm. cotton to be grown. So 20% of the world's cotton comes from Xinjiang. So when you hear Xinjiang cotton, it just means that the source is the source is from Xinjiang. Mm. And um, a lot of people are saying that, you know, it's forced labor that is made to work and pick this cotton. So you have blood on your hands when you buy from retailers who, who use Xinjiang cotton. They refer to it as uh, blood cotton, right? 
Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, 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 so just it's, to, it's to, quite a... to to build on some of the stuff you said, um, I mean, mm-hmm. apparently in 2019, there was an estimate that the population of Xinjiang has ballooned to 25 million. Mm, in mm. 20, 2019, oh, yeah. And the ethnic okay. composition is about 45% Uyghurs and 40% Hanla. So about 10 to 12, like 10 million, 10 to 12 million uh, people of, of the Uyghur ethnicity. Mm. Yeah, and, okay. and I think that the thing you mentioned about the, the detainment camps and all like, the, the thing about this, it's almost like China against the West. Because... Mm. In 2019, there were 22 countries that signed like um, um, uh, 22 countries. They signed some sort of document, uh, a letter. Uh, they sent it to the Human Rights Council, kind of criticizing mm. China for its, and I quote, mass arbitrary detentions and other violations against Muslims in China's Xinjiang region. But then mm. in 12 July, 37 countries submitted another letter in defense of China's policies. So, so you see already that there's that tussle. Then on June, on, in June 2020, the Associated Press published an investigative report uh, that kind of accuses the Chinese government of taking what they call draconian measures to slash birth rates and all that. So over the years, I mean, I'm sure everyone has heard something about these, these uh, re-education camps and uh, almost calls of genocide and all that. But there's almost... There's it's, uh, the big G word, uh, genocide. Genocide, yeah. Used. Yeah, yeah, gen- because it has been used, right? Genocide, um, and right, right. there's satellite pictures that apparently show these these camps being set up. But I don't know, like it feels still feels like because in China, I can imagine the media is is very controlled, right? So there's mm. never been an investigation that I could find that said black and white that this is happening, right? Mm-hmm. So so we're not gonna dive into whether or not it is happening or not because there's so much to unpack there. But the reason why we went through that was just to give you the context of what has happened in recent times. Yeah. So the funny thing is, yeah, when celebrities get involved in politics, that's, that's when, when we come in. That's <laughs> when people can. That's when we we got we have something to say. Yeah, I mean, when all this stuff is bubbling, we're like, wait, are celebrities involved? No. Then we don't give a fuck. No, like yeah. it's just it's just that uh it's almost I guess when things come into mainstream or pop culture, um, and personally, it's been something that I've wanted to at least try and understand for the longest time. But holy shit, you, the moment you start reading, you go down a, a a rabbit hole, and because the info is so varied, you don't even know who to trust, right? Yeah. And yeah. and in this case, the the even the timeline of the past few weeks were pretty pretty crazy, lah, and. And do you do you have a, a a a timeline in front of you of any sort? No, please, please educate us. Thank you. Yeah, because the if you said seventy tabs yeah. open in front of you, if you said you had a timeline, you're I'd just be waiting like, for you're just waiting for the green light, <laughs> right? That's like that's like when you ask your friend, "Oh, I'm ordering Grab. Uh, you want me to order anything for you?" And if they say they want something, you're like, "Fuck!" I was just asking for the sake of asking. All right, don't curb my fucking uh my 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 hunger to to eat, or in this case, is to go through the timeline, lah. So, I've never heard of that before. Usually, usually, everyone I know when they ask whether hey, other people you. want grab is is genuine lah. <laughs> I've never I've never had that feeling or I've never heard anyone complain about that before. Yeah, so now you know when I whenever I I ask you like oh you want me to pick up stuff for you I uh, you know what yeah. your, you know what your answer should be. Hey, and the funny thing is I just hypocrite asked you that yesterday. <laughs> just asked yeah, you. hypocrite, no. Hypocrite. No, yeah. but genuinely yesterday I genuinely meant it. Yesterday I genuinely meant oh, it. Maybe that's oh, not oh, the best okay. example lah. I, t- yeah. I, I retract my statement. Uh. 
I yeah, because all, I mean, the point of the point of ordering Grab together is so that you save money on the delivery, what, right? Yeah, la. Then maybe it was more a yeah. better example would be like, okay, I'm going downstairs to buy some shit. Do you need anything? Or I'm going to IKEA uh, to buy yeah, anything. Yeah. Do you need Do you need correct, anything? Correct. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So correct, don't okay. don't fucking two weeks time when I when I ask you, hey, want me to get stuff for you? It'd be like, ah, fuck you, like you you just giving this <laughs> insincere bullshit shit. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, it's okay. Can you carry on with your timeline, please? <laughs> okay. You have the green light. Okay, so, so um, I mean, I think, I hope I get the general timeline correct. Uh, but a few weeks ago, China, uh, no, the West imposed some sort of sanctions on Chinese officials. I think it was the, the US, you know, uh, Biden has uh, been quite uh, forthright in saying that he will fight China. And they introduced some sanctions based on what is going on in Xinjiang, lah. Right, so some some people in China dug up. I, I don't know who dug it up, but they dug up a statement uh, that H and M put out a year ago over concerns mm. um, about uh, what's going on in Xinjiang, like, And they they claim that all the cotton they source nothing comes from Xinjiang because mm. they are concerned about the human rights activities there. Like. So that made its way up to Chinese social media, and the 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 internet on China got set ablaze like people were like yo if you're not happy with our products you insult our cotton you get the fuck out of uh, China and because mm. you know like in China all the platforms uh, they're not really the freest platforms and they, they are influenced a lot by government policy apparently if you were to search for H&M on their um, search engines or social media or you try and put as a destination on their right hailing app H&M nothing would show up Hmm. Right, Not, yeah, that, that that was fucking crazy. So then they there was calls for a boycott uh, of H and M, and then there were a bunch of companies uh, like Nike, Burberry, and a few other Western companies that kind of released new statements saying that okay, they also are going to stop taking any cotton from Xinjiang, right? And then hmm. Chinese internet again got uh, crazy there was calls for boycott for nike uh, and people saying you know like you dare insult Xinjiang cotton which is the best cotton in the world uh you have no right get out of our country and there were calls to get them out of the country like then the most recent twist was that the chinese celebrities including a very famous uh uyghur uh female celebrity started severing their ties with these brands yeah so so then it felt like oh shit uh i mean I know there's always criticism from the West about what's happening in China, and I thought even within China or the 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 personalities there, the celebrities there would be voicing out uh, against the human rights issues, like, But here is like 30, 40 pretty pretty A list stars came out mm, and said, mm, mm. you know, like yeah, we're severing the, severing their ties. Uh. Um, yeah. Some of them might even incur penalties of like twelve million to severe their yeah. ties with Adidas yeah. and all that. So. Uh, yeah yeah so that whole thing was like whoa shit and then I think uh, the UK is also imposing sanctions on China so it just feels like mm. back and forth back and forth and I don't know man what, what, was there anything new that I said that you didn't know didn't already know um, I think your perception of uh, you're, you're taking a very western view of what a celebrity is mm. you know the liberal left wing Hollywood celebrity mm that mm. speaks up against government. You're taking that image of a celebrity and pasting it on the Chinese, all the Chinese celebrities, which is not the same. And why um, is it different? I, yeah, so I think just to qualify myself, although I, I primarily speak English and 
you know, we raised on Western pop culture and everything like that. But I have spent a bit of time working, uh, or at least traveling and working uh, in China, in the entertainment side of things, uh, you know, like mm. movie companies and distribution companies. Uh, and then sort of get a better understanding of how how closely uh, politics and entertainment mix together. Mm. So, uh, I mean, I, I'm sure everyone knows of like instances where people like, even Jack Ma, remember he disappeared for a while yeah. last year, right? Yeah. After the failure of, of uh, the IPO of his, of his conglomerate and everything, mm. where he was about to become rich. Uh, but he said something that uh, in an international fintech conference that pissed off uh, the Chinese. Uh, and they mm. used that uh, that was the last straw that broke the camel's back and then um, they scuttled the IPO um, over regulatory issues. And then Jack Ma also disappeared from social media and everywhere for a couple of months. Uh. Mm. So imagine they have that power over like big billionaires. Uh. So you think about a celebrity who is very dependent on on favors in China, uh, you know, favors to get roles and stuff like that. Uh, definitely they will be, you know, they will make, uh, they will compromise a lot on the on, on whatever they believe in in order to keep their jobs uh. mm. and, and it's very very real because uh, at the end of the day in China if you want to get cast in shows if you want your show to be funded if you want your show to even play on the second tier uh, in the second tier cities the circuit of cinemas and everything right mm. it has to go through censorship it has to go through the government so there's no getting around the government's influence over over entertainment politics as well, like, entertainment as well. So mm. that's why you see so many celebrities uh, basically bending the knee or however you want to say, like kissing the ring, whatever, and basically towing the government line. Uh, and, and even if that like causes them to be hated by their all their fans in Hong Kong or something like that, right? They don't care because, I mean, China is a much larger market. Just being practical, you obviously cater to your much larger market, like, right? Mm. Actually, that's a very... Yeah interesting point because yeah just from googling a bit while you were speaking apparently there is there's a lot of talk on social media in china where people are saying oh you know like if he if isun chan holds a concert now they would buy tickets as many as they can just to say thank you for his sacrifice <laughs> so mm. in that sense yeah if you think about it um i mean there's even talk that he might uh, profit even more from this year because sure he drops Adidas but if you think about yeah. the number of Chinese brands that might want to sign him up right uh, yeah. there's going to be a, a non-stop flow la. hmm yeah, right. and, and, hmm. and the, the celebrities are not immune to this disappearing act or so la. like I think uh, was it Fan Pingping or Li Pingping I can't remember which Pingping it was mm. that uh, had some had some tax issues I mean she's she at one point, she was the biggest actress in, in China. Right? She appeared in like, uh, is it Resident Evil or X-Men? I can't remember. This one, I can't remember which Ping Ping it is. Mm. But but they appeared in Hollywood movies and all that. But then suddenly disappeared for like a year because of uh, tax evasion issues. Mm. So the Chinese government is also apparently very quick to to act when there's a... Uh, when there's corruption involved, mm. you know, when there's something that to do with corruption, because they don't want to be seen as like you know, uh, favoring or corruption and and, and everything lah. So, uh, yeah, even even actors and actresses also can disappear from the public eye if they if they do something wrong ah. Hmm. Mm. So so that that's why I guess it's it's uh interesting like because I mean 
we all know that celebrities hold the key to all knowledge, you know, um, yes. and they should be trusted wholeheartedly, lah. Right. So yes. that's where I guess the this whole story is less. It's almost like less about the facts and more about everything around the facts and the lack of facts because nothing is about. I mean, it, it still feels like there's no conclusive um, evidence whether or not the things uh, those 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 human rights violations are actually happening. And I know even mm. just saying that right would probably get a lot of people pissed off lah because um, I think the general sentiment is that there's horrible things happening there. But mm. if you substantiate that, like, I mean, just looking, that there's a lot of claims and statements and letters and all that and satellite imagery and all. But there are also, like, like let's say, for example, one brand, right, that didn't really mm. side with the, the Western companies was Muji. And Muji mm. said they will continue to sell products that uh, are made from Xinjiang cotton because they conducted audits on the cotton factories that they source cotton for from in Xinjiang and they found no issues. But then yep, yep. after they got a bunch of backlash, I think they also kind of um, kind of tried to do damage control by saying that, oh, you know, we are still concerned, but it's just that the factories we sourced from don't show don't seem to show issues. Yeah. So it just just feels like I mean this 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 is I guess is, a, is yet another reminder of almost like, you know, China as a country is super powerful, but the Chinese people within China are also fucking powerful. Like what happened with NBA a few years ago, right? There was some... The, basically, the general manager of the Houston Rockets, uh, I think he tweeted uh, he's, that he stands with Hong Kong or something like that during the mm. Hong Kong riots. Yeah. The Hong Kong's uh, civil unrest against the, the governing body. Lah. So um, because, I mean, the Houston Rockets traditionally, historically have been the darling of of uh, the darling team of the NBA for Chinese people because of Yao Ming. Uh. Mm. Remember when Yao Ming was there and how big he was? Mm. So for the Houston Rockets GM to tweet that, then all the all the players one by one had to come out and say, No, 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 you know, we we love China. So yeah, we don't want anything crazy or anything bad to happen. It showed you the power that of the the economic power that China holds over a lot of uh private US entities mm. so so it's like you just it's just surreal watching like you know like James Harden you know badass you know, MV, former MVP everything then he's like I mean ask about China he's like oh no 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 we we, uh, we, are, we love China we don't mean anything <laughs> but then you know they're talking shit on the court and everything it's just, it's just very weird lah. but uh, yeah yeah so that is a yeah correct that's a very similar situation as well our celebrities are they're basically they don't have much choice but to toe the line right so so when you were working in china like uh how because from everyone that i've spoken to who works in china they say yeah it's almost a different world the way things operate there is different the the practices and all that and like what you said about the celebrity the difference in celebrities so celebrities there are almost seen like they're not just entertainers but they are they what they are they are more than entertainers Almost no. I mean, uh, I always bring out the example, uh, that, like, I, I, you know, I like, go to this big dinner that's organized by a production company or something, and it's a table that sits twenty people, a round table mm. that sits twenty people, right? So, okay, I mean, normal Singapore wedding is ten people, so imagine twenty people. How big that round table must be, mm. and all the food, food in the middle that you have to, you know, really use a lot of strength to turn the. Turn the what do you call it? Uh? What was that thing called that you turn on lazy the Susan? Ah, uh, lazy Susan. Mm. The lazy Susan. How big and heavy it must be to carry all that food. So 
there, there, there's usually one or two actors also seated at the table and, and stuff like that. Mm. And th- and then like um, you're halfway through your food, and then suddenly, like the the most beautiful or the best looking, uh, the best looking actor or actress mm. suddenly gets up from their seat, you know, hold, carrying a bottle of. Uh, of 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 Chinese wine la, right? Mm-hmm. And and several cups in the other hand. Then they walk over right to you in the middle of your meal. And then they say, you know, hey, Sir Terrence, uh, Sir Chia or whatever la, uh, and boss, boss, can I can we take a shot together? You know? And mm-hmm. then you're like, oh shit, like when was the last time like, you know, someone like walked up to you with a bottle and, and I'm saying someone meaning like a celebrity like right mm. and then you are like I, I was I was basically I, I am still and was basically a nobody like. I was just wearing like oversized suit and in my 20s and everything just just following along to meetings and all that mm. but they treat you like you're royalty you know then they they you know they they serve you your drink they take a shot with you and they're like you know you're, they 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 just, you know, say, very, oh, you know, it'll be fantastic to work with you, everything. And and then after they're done talking to you, they bring the cup and the, and the bottle of uh, alcohol to the next person next to you. And they mm. do the same thing. To take a shot of everybody at the table to make everyone feel like they're special and, you know, uh, let's do this deal together. <laughs> so, so and then after that, I, I talked to someone about it and they tell me, yeah, you know, in China, like, Actors and actresses, celebrities, they they have to work the crowd, like you know. Yeah. They have to make everyone love them. They have to really like be on everyone's good books because that will determine their future in the industry, uh. As opposed to you know when when you hear about typically in in the West or anywhere, celebrities are like constantly trying to trying to be like the everyday man or just trying not to be noticed and, and not not having to do this kind of stuff, like right. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they or they go to parties and they get the VIP entrance and everyone else just sits outside lah, right? Mm. So so it's um that yeah it's a it's almost like a it's like they have to constantly be working like that like working working actors working actresses like you know hmm. and I I don't know if if there's anything more than that like I never never got to that stage but but I think obviously that like as you know even in Hollywood with Harvey Weinstein and everything, there's always more to it than just acting or so. Yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, I know there was a, because yeah, it's almost like, oh, oh, like, like everything you read about the story, like how, what the hell is going on? Because apparently that, uh, I think uh, on BBC, they reported that this French journalist who was writing news on behalf of the Chinese government and Chinese media um, and was very vocal against the West or any country or entity criticizing China for the treatment of, of uh, the Uyghur Muslims, right? Is actually not uh, real. <laughs> so, what, what, what do you mean? Uh, as in, what do you mean it's not real? I'm trying to load the fucking Reddit website, but my hotspot is not working very well. Um, oh. But... It's essentially, I think she, he or she had had a CV of of where they studied, uh, where they went to school, where they worked in France, and people dug up uh, and tried to do some investigations, and that person does not exist. <laughs> yeah. So then you oh. see that you're like, oh shit. Uh, where the where where does the 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 rabbit hole end, man? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So that's why it's even hard to. First of all, we we don't know enough about the whole thing to pass a full judgment. But even if you try and read up, I think the only thing you can kind of lock down or, or put your head around is the stuff that happens in the public eye. Like, because everything else behind yeah. closed doors, who the fuck knows what's happening, man? 
Yeah, and I, I guess I I think I, uh, the one we just wanted to talk about is that we don't even know who's in the right or the wrong here, right? Yeah. Uh, especially when it comes to these celebrities or even the companies like H&M, you know, with what they do, what they're trying to do and what they're trying to, to you know, they're trying to win back Chinese consumers and all that. Because um, the truth is everyone is operating without 100% knowledge of what is happening. Mm. Uh, and then what I would, I would say, if you look at it from the company's perspective, it's a matter of survival, right? Mm. If you are boycotted by the Chinese you know that's it for your business already like in China yeah uh, same thing for the celebrities it's almost a matter of survival where like yeah, like if uh, if you get a blacklisted you have no more roles for the rest of your life then where are you going to go after that Hollywood you know no. Media Corp, Hollywood's not going to touch you <laughs> 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 no lah you know then Media Corp even Media Corp has also has has done huh? has, is doing projects with China also mm. you know so China is just so far reaching in its influence and power now in this day and age, that that um, it's tough la. and and then all of them. I mean, they they make decisions about who to support or how to who to voice out their support for, and, and you know, um, it's probably not the easiest decision for for all these entities involved as well la. Yeah, and I mean, it's almost on the flip side. Like as much as these Chinese celebrities are in like not to say pandering to their audience, but kind of taking a stance because their home market is. The biggest market for them, the H and M might be doing the opposite because to them, the rest of the world market is much bigger than the Chinese market, lah. Mm. Right? Because H and M started in Europe, uh, and I think they are the second biggest retailer in uh, clothing retailer in the world. And mm. yeah, you can imagine like they, if they are going to have to pick sides, I don't think it's that clear cut for them to also pick China over the rest of the world, because they mm. are from the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah. So it's a tough cookie. Yeah, it almost feels like a very, very uh, vast TV show. Yeah, correct. But I guess that's where that's why it's interesting, la, Like the perspectives on it. So, you know, it's not we're not saying that just because you don't know much about issue means you can't say anything about it, la. Yeah. Which is in Singapore, it might be the case the next time you take public transport, where even if you want to say something, you cannot say something. <laughs> and, <laughs> Why? Why is that so? <laughs> well, sure lah. That I I will have to give you the award for the best segue. Uh, I so know, far, because I, I didn't even know what the fuck you were getting at, and then yeah, I know. Oh, not bad. Oh, okay. I, the prestige. Uh, that was the <laughs> prestige. Yeah. <laughs> the prestige, because yeah. there was an announcement yesterday that going forward, um, I think in starting March thirty first, SMRT staff Just, will will carry signs to remind commuters not to talk on public transport. Mm. Um, but before we get there, let, let me just say that I will dig up the the, the article about the fake uh, French journalist uh, apparently invented mm. by China and put that in the show notes. I just can't find it now. Uh, one of my okay. tabs is not there, so I will put it there. Uh, but yes, yep, yep. Um, the going back to this story, yeah, there was an announcement that SMRT staff will walk around uh, telling people not to talk. La. The the last time there was a public call for this was at the end of Circuit Breaker where there was mm. an advisory that commuters should refrain from talking on public transport after Circuit Breaker ends. Mm. So, I don't know whether there was a lot of talk or buzz about imposing something like this between Circuit Breaker and now but it feels like, fuck, when I saw this announcement, I was like, huh? What? But uh, why, why, why so shocked? Uh? Because... Uh, I mean, it just felt like, because I mean, I take public transport almost uh, every day and mm. 
I guess it never struck me how much people are talking. Or, or maybe like for me, it's just if you're wearing your mask, uh, you can talk. Like, there's no issue. Right. Yep. I will admit that I do get annoyed when I see people on public transport speaking on the phone and lowering their mask just so they can be heard more clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. So, so, but if that's the case, then sure. But if it's not to even talk on public transport, that means it's going to be like a library almost. Um, I, 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 I guess the, but you've traveled to places like Japan, right? Mm. Where you, if you travel to Japan, for those who haven't traveled to Japan before or haven't taken public transport in Japan before, it's almost a given, and this is pre-COVID, lah, it's a given that you should not be speaking on public transport. Mm. You know, whether it's on your phone or even to each other. If you need to be speaking to each other, you should also be whispering and keeping your voice as low as you can. And you cannot use because, phones, right? You cannot use phones. Yeah, you can't use phones. Yeah, so I don't know if there's a like absolute fine against it, but definitely everyone will stare you down if you do do if you do something like that. Mm. The bus the bus the bus conductor might ask you to stop using a phone or something, I'm not very sure. But the the point is that they've always seen it as very bad behavior to be shouting or using a phone while in the train. Mm. Um so I mean now that there's a pandemic going on, uh I actually don't see why this would be why this should be ridiculed or laughed at. La. In fact, if anything, I'm with some of the commenters who say that maybe they should actually uh, have people enforcing this rule la, in the trains itself, la, walk up and down and everything. Because uh, you know you know, a lot of people are not going to follow the rule as well, la, right? Mm. So, so, so maybe it's a better thing that we enforce this rule now. And then hopefully people, even after this pandemic is done, everyone's vaccinated, we still carry on some of these uh, better habits, la, you know? Uh, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> okay, sure, so, sure, of course. so so to set the context, like how often do you take public transport? Not often, not often. Yeah, not often, right? So you shut yeah. the fuck up, like. <laughs> no, no, no. But that's not that's not no, right. What I know, I know, that's I know. That's because you take. I know, I know. That's I know. I know. I was. We also pay public. Uh, it's all from public money, right? Yeah. No, I know, I know. But yeah. I think I think keeping silent as a form of like courtesy. Uh, I think yeah that. In some way, okay, like I, I, I've also gotten a chance to go to Japan, and while that is nice, it's also kind of like it's very different. Uh, and I don't know whether that's also a good thing that you don't talk on public transport. Um, I uh. think there's a way to talk. You just talk silently and all that. If you're talking loud anywhere in the world, you'll be annoying, right? And I think yeah. I just found it funny that uh, yeah, like the to go up and not to tell people not to talk. That I feel is is it. Yeah, it's 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 COVID motivated, of course. Yes, but correct, if you're yeah. if you're wearing a mask, uh, yeah, yeah, I just feel it's a bit extreme eh, to not talk on public transport. I'll just if, bring you back a year ago, lah. <laughs> if anybody, any of our fans <laughs> listening to this, go back one year ago and listen to our first few podcasts during the pandemic and about how Harish was like trying to say that everyone is just overreacting. We shouldn't, we don't need to be wearing masks and everything like that. Like. Hey, you sure I said so that? Let's you sure bring I said, all, let's bring it you, Are you sure I said that? Don't, no need to wear masks. Don't fucking Maybe put not words masks. Because mask was only implemented later. Mask was yeah. implemented later. Yeah. But Harish definitely said, like, it was very extreme eh, to, you know, be so, uh, to be so crazy about this virus. I mean, there's so, a lot of viruses everywhere. So I don't, I don't appreciate why you have to imitate me in that sort of voice. You can still do it in a way that sounds more like oh, me, not like a sobbing no, child. 
That sounds like that's how you sound to me when you talk. Fuck you, lah. <laughs> I'm just doing a, rec- a recreation. But, but in all seriousness, yeah, I mean, um, I know what you mean. It feels like a, a bit of a violation of your your human no. right, lah. But I ask you, but if when no, you're talking no, so on a subway, how how important is the call that you're having in a subway usually? It can like, be would very you have important. like, let's say, would you have your job interview? Would you be want to be no. On the subway, taking your job interview. So, so before I respond, oh. let me let me clarify a bit. I did. I don't see it as a violation of human rights. I'm just saying that I think maybe it was uh what what uh when you were saying that you you hope that this continues even once the pandemic has cleared up. So I agree mm. that for the pandemic, I think yes. Like right now, mm. uh, I just heard this morning that Paris is going into lockdown, which sounds so fucking ridiculous. And I think mm. at this stage for the pandemic, yeah, I think. Uh, I'm. Uh, I think this is good, even though it feels a little heavy-handed. But I support. I support this during the pandemic. But mm. if I think it was just more in response to you saying that you hope that it continues. So that's where I feel like, hey, uh, after the pandemic, once we are at a steady state and and sure of it, I think, uh, yeah, we should be allowed to talk. Uh, the way mm. we used to like, and if people are loud and annoying and playing stupid Pokemon Go uh, and fucking loudly then that's annoying and to but you can't, then you can't you can't have it both ways like, you see that's what I'm saying you can't say that you want to you want to be able to talk at your level but then anyone that talks louder than you or then that's annoying. And that's no, but right. you go to a restaurant, everyone's talking right and everyone's generally okay with that level but when some fucker is like fucking loud like there is there is a certain kind of uh unwritten rule or unwritten level of how loud you shouldn't go in a public space lah. You tell me restaurants also people don't talk, food court also people don't talk. No, no but restaurant is a social setting, right? You are yeah. there to gather with uh, family and friends and to talk. But public transport, I mean, yeah, sometimes you take a group with your friends or that, but a lot of people are taking it alone. And the time that when we talk about talking it's usually they get a call or mobile phone and then then they're talking very loudly, right? Uh, so so that's, that's where I find, you know, if if you can say, if you can, let's say like, you know, stepping in the elevator a lot of times, like, oh, okay, I'll call you back, I'm stepping in the elevator because the reception is mm, bad, right? Mm. Why can't you say the same when you're taking a train as well? Because like, you know, every, I mean, elevator is what? At most a minute. Train journeys, yeah. if you take the train a lot every day, if you take bus yeah. and train, it adds up to a lot of time. And I think... It, to, to say that people shouldn't take calls because why can't it be before or after the public transport then I think it's it's a little unfair la, because people do spend a lot of time on public transport yeah, yeah but that's, that's what I'm saying yeah but that's the point la. it's public transport mm-hmm. and if it's for the betterment of it's for everyone it's the safety of everyone then I think then I think that yeah la, we should just say hey, you know yeah maybe shouldn't be allowed to use the, the phone on public for transport COVID, like la, that, la. for COVID la, for COVID for COVID, la, for COVID. And when I said carry on, what I don't mean is that I don't mean that uh that that, that people continue like walking uh, that that social distancing ambassadors continue walking up and down that carrying on meaning people carry on the habits of good hygiene and, and general uh being a bit more aware of, of the surroundings around there, then, like then, don't sneeze yeah. into the air and everything. We, la, right. Then we okay la, then we're on the same page. I thought you know we're on the same page. It's future. just that you you read the extreme version of what I was saying. Because I also you don't <laughs> mind people whisp- whispering to each other. Okay, then, but <laughs> no, to me whispering like 
Get like talking like this, you and me talking like this, is this called, is, I, I feel it's too loud. Really. Yeah, this, it's too is too loud loud this, is, this is too loud. Yeah. This is too and loud. I, I don't want to hear it, right? You know, if I'm taking a trip, I don't want to hear another person and his interesting Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> take on on something that <laughs> someone else is doing. Who the hell do you take the trains with? Who you take the trains with? Annoying, a lot of annoying no. people, la, you know? <laughs> like like some, those people who <laughs> think they're very interesting and then they must say, oh, you know, have you ever... Have you ever noticed how people uh, shut the fuck up, like, you know? So, uh, to, thing, to uh, those listening, as much as it sounds like me, right, I'm pretty sure Terrence is not referring to me, because I don't take the no, train no. with him often. No, 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 I'm not, no, I'm not, yeah. Then you need to be more selective. Like, you know, when you watch a movie, would you watch a movie with one of those friends who's just fucking loud in the cinema? You would refrain, yeah, right? It, so it happened to way. me once, man. It happened to me once. I was uh, at a influencer kind of event. I think it was the screening. It was the screening of Star I know, Wars. I know. I know. A New Hope, and I, I, I'm, I was a huge Star Wars fan of the original trilogy. So mm. the for, being invited to the Force Awakens premiere in Singapore was almost like a I can jizz in my pants kind of moment, like, When yeah. the 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 comes up, <laughs> but they somehow seated me right next to. I won't say who lah, but probably behind, one of the, more, the most. Behind. No, no, right next to, right next to. Oh, I thought I was next to you and you, we were you behind. You were on my left and then on the right was oh, there. Oh, okay. Next okay, to okay. One, one of the most talkative um, influencers in Singapore. <laughs> la. Not, the, not that, that the person was talking to me, but that person was just talking throughout the whole movie. Like, huh? Wow, why, why like that? that kind. Mm. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm dead. I'm going to hate Star Wars forever. This is over for me already. I thought, I was like, should I just walk out the cinema now? Like, but I also didn't want to be so dramatic because like, I was in the middle. And But thankfully, like within five minutes of the movie starting, that person fell asleep. <laughs> wow, wow. That saved the whole experience for me, man. Oh, man. But yeah, anyway, I digress. But yeah, so no, but yeah, so yeah, when that happens to you on the train, that, isn't that that fucking annoying? It's yeah, like it's you're just standing annoying. there and then someone just keeps talking in your ear. It's fucking annoying. So then I would attribute it more to the the people uh, that you take the train with and like mm. that then as opposed to because I think yeah, people should be allowed to uh, speak on public transport. Of course, you do it in a way that is not like crazy loud as uh, according to the same rules that that are there in other social settings. La. So I think that's mm. where maybe like for me, taking public transport is still uh, a social a social setting. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. And I think it's also it's still a social setting as in it's, it's for you to meet people Not when you're horny people. as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of social setting is your public transport? No, when you the, take the it- The point is to get from when, point A to point B. No, when you take it with someone or sometimes if you have to take a call, like I take calls on public transport because it is uh, I'm not at my desk I'm, I'm I'm not at my computer when I could be doing other stuff and I specifically sometimes use public transport to call my mom you know call my girlfriend and all that but I talk in a level that especially now with the mask is not very clear uh, it's not very loud and I and I make sure that I only plug in one of my hands free set so I can hear my voice I don't want to use mm. the earbuds and like be totally disconnected from how loud I sound because I want to have a conversation but also be respectful Respectful to not be loud as fuck la. So I'm not talking yeah, like, yeah. hey, I'm going to fucking today on the way to Lavender. I'm gonna pick up a chick, bro. No lah, fuck yeah. la, no lah. 
Don't know, yeah. After you say the whole horny as fuck thing, I thought it's the MR Tinder for you, man. Like, <laughs> you think you every time I, swipe, every man. day I walk out from my house, it's wow, wow, that's what it sounds. That's what horny as fuck sounds like. Yeah. No you, you, that's the you, soundtrack. You taking it and extrapolating it at your own re- at your own uh, risk, lah. You go ahead and do that, lah. But you are incorrect. No, no, okay. So I, I also just uh, probably want to clarify to maybe step back a little bit from the very extremist mm. view that was 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 painted of, of me in that uh, <laughs> what I hope is it's a bit like masks like that like, right uh, at the end of the day like wearing a mask does it really prevent COVID does it really prevent a lot of things it probably doesn't like, right in fact it's very uncomfortable it's and I think for you know I'm one of the lucky I'm one of the privileged who probably don't find it that uncomfortable like, right Mm. Um, but there are probably some people who find it really uncomfortable but mm. I think overall it's good because it also just having the mask on just reminds everyone of the pandemic that we're, we're in the middle of mm-hmm. it makes you more aware of what you touch the surfaces you touch the surfaces you don't touch mm. if you forget to cough if you've got to cover cover your mouth when you cough and sneeze the mask is there lah, right mm. and and you make a concerted effort not to do the same thing again next time you actually try and suppress the sneeze or what lah. Mm. so just as a reminder, just as a reminder that it's there. That's why. That's how I also hope that this, you know, this reminder don't talk on, don't talk on your, don't talk loudly, don't talk on your handphone. Everything is there in people's minds also la. The next time they take public transport la, mm. you know, mm. even be, beyond COVID la, like I don't say you cannot talk la, but keep it down a bit la, You know, for everybody's mm. sake, it's better for the years la. Yeah, keep right. it, keep it down. La. That I support yeah. la. Keep it down and, Wait, and like is, yeah, nobody needs to know everything you you are, you are doing or yeah which who you went out with yesterday and all that like, yeah. isn't isn't that that whole a slew of MRT cartoon characters like uh, back down Benny yeah, uh, yeah. and all that right. uh, and hush hush Hannah dude so now yeah, hush, hush hush, hush Hannah yeah. is coming to life yeah, yeah we're gonna have real I, life hush hush Hannahs I thought then now is the shut the fuck up Susan there's <laughs> 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 this this is your safe distancing ambassador who tells yeah. you to shut the fuck up. There will be, I think, if if Hush Hush Hannah finds the job a little too overwhelming, she'll go report yeah. to LTA, then LTA will be like, yo, shut the fuck up, Susan. It's your shift. <laughs> She's the extreme one. Yeah. Get shit done. Yeah, why does Susan yeah. sound so familiar? Oh, wait, just now I said the lazy Susan, is it? Oh, For yeah, your yeah, dinner in China. Wow, yeah, Susan, yeah, yeah. quite a multi hyphenate, yeah, yeah, correct. Lazy, correct, but correct. can yep. spring into action into shut the fuck up, Susan, overnight. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Power lah. Uh, yeah lah. So I don't know lah, but yeah, maybe maybe I'm one of those who who doesn't use public transport much, but but wants to implement rules on it. Uh, so do you think do you think other people agree with you that that they I think should it will be, be mixed. allowed to do? I think it'll be mixed. mixed. So I I think people who pull down their masks or talk loudly on public transport, those people should shut the hell up Um, right. But I think the thing about no talking, that's where I feel I, I'm I'm optimistic enough to to think that some people would agree with me and also realistic enough to know that some people won't. Mm. Okay, okay. Yeah, but that's the that's that's the yalabat. That's that's the essence of yalabat. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. But uh, speaking of people agreeing or disagreeing with you, we come to the next segment, which is the one shook comment mm. of of each episode, right? Mm, mm, mm. So yes. this is a segment where we actually identify each identify a comment from our Reddit, our subreddit, mm. Yalabat subreddit. Um 
uh, that we found interesting and want to highlight to everyone else. Uh. Mm, so what yes. is your one short comment? My one short comment is a comment uh, just yesterday uh, by Reddit user AWP underscore MAP89. Um, I'm not so sure what that means, but uh, he or she commented that um, uh, as, as, as much as my tagline horny as fuck has seemed to have gotten a life of its own, which I'm very proud of, uh, they pointed out certain things that Terrence says, uh, which could be turned into taglines because he says it often enough. Um, mm. Even though it never occurred to me until I read that comment. And basically what mm. uh, the comment was that, sidetrack a little, if Harish is getting the tagline horny as fuck on the merch, um, Terrence will need broadly speaking printed. Holy shit, it's been a long while while I noticed Terrence has a few standard lingo when he speaks. Example, broadly speaking and, broadly speaking and slippery slope. Damn, broadly <laughs> speaking. When, that, when I read that, I was like, oh yeah, that's fucking true. Broadly speaking, yes. that's your tagline, man. But it's such a, it's such a, it's non-sound, sound-biteable lah. I am not that kind of, that sound-bite guy lah. I'm not that sound-bite kind of person like you are lah. Mm. Where you know, like you're basically like always trying to think of what's the funniest tagline <laughs> that you can, that you can Again. attach to your, your morning and everything. Again, character, character assassinate lah. Make me seem like this oh. needy, attention-seeking, uh, creative, broadly speaking. I think a speaking. lot of people, a lot of people are like that. It's just that I, I, I'm not like that lah. You see, I, I, no, but idea. broadly speaking, can be the sleeper hit. The sleeper hit. Co- correct. Pros- possibly, possibly. Broadly speaking, yeah. Broadly speaking. Um, but yes, but what, yeah, is, the, what is your comment? My one short comment was uh, from Mark W. Jacob mm. two days ago. Mm. And he actually gave us very good insight into the Suez Canal issue. Remember that we spoke about Ever Given yes. being stuck on the Suez Canal? And now it's free. Woo-hoo. But um, Mark W. Jacob was gave us some input as a noob seafarer here who apparently passed the Suez Canal about 36 hours before it got blocked by Ever Given. So he's a, he works on a ship himself. And um, his ship passed uh, the Suez Canal like a day and a half before Ever Given mm. got there. La. So he, there's, he writes about some interesting, um, uh, some interesting nuggets of information about the Suez Canal and, and, and the process of how ships get through and why he's not surprised that uh, that the ever given got stuck la, and and how there's a little bit of you know insider insider stuff going on between the the captains of the ships and the and the pilots are on tugboats who who guide the ship along so it's pretty, yeah, you know, I just thought that wow this is like this is how we all help each other learn the solar right mm. because he also in the next paragraph he points out that Harish mentioned that most ships cannot <laughs> yeah, reverse. <I> <laughs> But I'm not sure how accurate that is now. As all ships I've been on so far are able to reverse. And I do think it's quite vital in the maneuvering of the ships, which I thought about it. And I was like, yeah, that probably, that sounds like the most basic thing that you would put in your ship. Uh. Yeah. Why so, is this engineering graduate like telling us fake information? No. <laughs> so I was going to address that part also because I think my it was a spillover from my, my now I'm starting to doubt my own knowledge about airplanes not having reverse. So I, I guess I extrapolated it unfairly to ships. La. But airplanes, yeah. most airplanes do not have the reverse function. I don't know mm. what made me think ships also don't. But I love, okay, so to anyone who wants to communicate a point across and do it in a way that is polite, but also mm. is a very clear, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, shut the fuck up. Yeah. But try yeah. to be constructive. I thought the way he commented, uh, he, the way he or she put this paragraph was very skillful. La. So I appreciate yeah. you for pointing Correct. out my mistake, but doing it in a way that 
was diplomatic lah, diplomatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, you didn't feel offended reading it, right? No, 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 no. I'm like, oh yeah, shit, yeah, this guy, yeah. this, 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 this person has a point, and and I'm and I'm thankful for for that clarification. So thanks, yeah. man. This guy, this guy is he's a hush hush Hana. He's not a shut the fuck up Susan. Basically. Okay, so you know you say he <laughs> like in the last the last one show comment of the week, the my pretzel and sushi had to clarify that uh uh she's a she's a her la. And I guess that's yeah. where with Reddit comments it sometimes gets a little ambiguous. So so pardon us if we kind of uh mention the wrong gender once in a while because Correct. Yeah, we're, not, we're not misgendering, we're not We're not misgendering. Anyone. Yeah. Yeah, we're just uh, I guess making a guess, lah, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. Cool. But, okay, so that's how. Uh, so yeah, if you're not on the subreddit already, please, like, what are you waiting for? There's so much to learn and, and, and just to hear from other people. We got really interesting insights on the peeing in Nian Polytechnic and now the Suez Canal also. So like, uh, you know, the the passage of water, a lot of people have a lot of knowledge about the passage of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Yeah, that's a good place to go and check it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, now on to the next Shok segment. Our one Shok thing of the week. And yes. What is yours, Terrence? Uh, mine is back to this uh, YouTuber. I think I've mentioned her stuff before. Simone Geertz. Mm. Uh, she's a, one of those gadget YouTubers who, who DIYs a lot of her own gadgets. Uh. But she's not as hardcore as a lot of the crazy, crazy ones that build rockets and stuff like that. She just basically builds whatever the hell she wants to build, la. and 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 um, I think she got famous doing like building like useless inventions, right? Like mm. uh, uh, something that slaps you in the morning to wake you up or something like that, la, Right? That's mm-hmm. how she got famous in the US. Um, so one of her latest videos is she she has a small puppy that loves to sit on her lap while she's sitting in her office chair. Um, mm-hmm. but while when the puppy's in the office chair. She she's not able to do her work because she just wants to stroke the puppy, so she uh wanted to buy a chair that she could sit on that her puppy could also sit next to her and feel close to her, but wouldn't be sitting directly on her lap and such that she couldn't do work lah. Uh, but she couldn't find any like apparently there's no such thing, there's no such thing anywhere. So she decided to build a chair for herself that has a has a little slot for her puppy. To also just climb up the stairs to and to get onto the chair, and won't get in the way of her doing work. Uh. Mm. So uh, I just thought, yeah, she's, you know, it's a, it's cool. She's just doing her thing, and and uh, she really like gives you the insight into the DIY process. She doesn't like pretend like it's easy or anything. She she shows you the making of the prototype. She fails at it, then she tries something else, and then and then builds uh, builds it another way. So. All her inventions generally not as useful, but but it's always quite entertaining to watch. Mm. So I would say go check out her go check out her video and channel. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh yeah, so so my one show thing is it it's this one individual online who her name is Daniel Baskin. And I, I would say the the her work is the the one show thing for this week because um, there's, she started this website called Mask Alike, which is mm. basically a mask printing service where you print your own face onto your mask. <laughs> mm, so that's smart. Yeah, it's fucking smart. And and why I think it's so like she's so interesting because this is just one of a few things that she has started. 
Um, this got a lot of traction online in the US and the masks are actually pretty damn hilarious. Like. Then, but if you go to her website, um, she's also done a few other interesting things. Last year, I came across this thing called dial-up, which when the lockdown during the pandemic was starting, um, uh, someone started a service where you can just dial this, the number you get and it'll hook you up with someone random who has also signed up to the dial-up service. Like. So it was, mm. it just connects you serendipitously to someone else around the world. And she started that too. And then if you go to her website, she basically just does these small projects, um, each of which is a business in and of itself, but it also mm. has a certain element of virality. Like. And I thought, wow, this is fucking great. She does this thing where she prints logos on fruits. So like for okay. avocados and clementines, you can like, I think for corporate events, she was offering that service. Like. And I just thought, wow, this is, this is so cool that she does all this stuff on her own and she monetizes her creativity in a very interesting way. La. So it's almost like mm. she has a bunch of YouTube videos that she has done, but instead of YouTube videos, they are small businesses that are viral on their own. So it's, she runs the business herself? herself yeah, I think, I think a lot of this, uh, if you go to a website, she does a lot that she's tried. If any one of them takes traction, then she hires a couple of people. La. So these are not like unicorn mm. businesses or something. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, each of which, uh, maybe one or two people working working on it but yeah she says mm. she's hiring on her page so i wonder how the, i wonder how this kind of businesses go remember there was one business that was about sending glitter to your enemies or something yeah like that. yeah and yeah. then and then that went viral and everything i wonder like if it's still around as a business and but if you think uh, about it these sort of businesses where you don't need a factory or something now you can basically get anyone to produce anything for you without you even having to travel to said factory right you can actually start these sort of things pretty easily. Maybe your margins might not be as high as it would be if you had your own factory and all that. But yeah, it's almost like a viral trend for a few months and then boom, you move on to the next thing. True, true. Maybe yeah. it's only like, yeah, to only do viral products la, and just like milk it for like a few months. Yeah, right? yeah. So if you check out her website, it's fucking cool, man, because she has a bunch of stuff that she has done and you can tell, okay, these businesses are not going to last a lifetime, but it's just cool because it taps into pop culture, it taps into the global zeitgeist, and they're just super interesting. La. And I was like, damn, this this girl, this lady's cool. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, man. Cool. Nice. All right. All right, so man. We're at the end of another podcast again. Yeah, and, and it's a Good Friday weekend. Yes, it is the end of the podcast. So You know, oh yeah, just one small thing. Uh, I know like pe pe people are probably expecting us to do some crazy April Fool's thingy or what lah, right because mm. we, we are Ministry of Funny and everything but yeah April Fool's never really been our thing right have we done April Fool's before nothing nothing that was like really significant or what lah, that I can remember mm, mm, mm. Yeah, actually yeah. yeah that is April true Fools, yeah just to clarify yeah April Fool's isn't really our thing and I know last year nobody did April Fool's stuff because of the pandemic and all yeah but this year is still like yeah, is it really uh that great a time to be doing April Fool stuff again? But you know, uh, all right, well we 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 try to find humor in every day, like It's not just every, April Fools. Every like, right? day is April yeah, Fools to us. Exactly. Yeah. So yes. we don't need to go out of our way to do something special on first April. So that's why there was no podcast or anything yesterday. But we hope you enjoyed this one. Oh okay. But like, was that some something you had on your mind to clarify during today's podcast? Today's podcast. Nah, yeah, of course I always feel like are we missing out? Are we like not giving our audience something oh. by doing an April Fool's thingy? You know, but but I always feel April Fool's jokes always have like this like 
uh, this expected like everyone's expecting something epic and usually like 99% of the time it's like oh kind of lame mm, unless yeah, yeah unless you yeah. can really do something fucking epic because even I think yeah. I just saw an article today 10 Singaporean companies that did April Fool's jokes I didn't even know that Singapore companies do April Fool's jokes yeah 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 that was like the bubble tea mala, mm. mala bubble tea yeah, yeah mala bubble tea you know yeah things like that lor. yeah cool okay we said we came to the end of the podcast and then we spoke for another minute so <laughs> yeah. this is not a new podcast yet this is still the episode and it is gonna end right can you do the honors Terrence no